Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. 7.23 left in the first period, opening game with the Memorial Cup. Quebec leading Kamloops 1-0. Blue Jays leading the Twins 3-0. That is in the top of the sixth inning. Elks home game tomorrow. That is against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers preseason game. Countdown to kickoff on 6.30. Chad is at 12.30. The game will start at 2. 780-496-0063 is the hotline powered by CertainTeed. The pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. We have Big Bad Joe chiming in tonight. BBJ, good to hear from you. How have you been? Hey, I've been okay, though. I was I was in Newfoundland, though, for five weeks, and I go back in June. I bought a big boat. I'm going to do something crazy. But uh, that's not what it is about. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't tell me you bought a big boat and you're going to do something crazy and not tell me what that is. Well, it's 65 feet long and 20 feet wide. Uh, it's an old fishery boat, but they checked out the fishermen from the government of uh, Newfoundland. And I, I bought it, and what I'm going to do, I'm going to buy a place there for the summer. And then I invite family and friends over, and if they want to go fishing 200 kilometers onto the Atlantic Ocean, then they dare, and they trust me, they can come live. Are you going to live on the boat? Uh, no, I'm going to buy a place there. Okay. And are you you're you're in Alberta right now though? You're, you're oh yeah. yeah 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 yeah. Okay. You know I have, I have to tie some loose ends up here and then I go back for four months and I think by the end of October I'm coming back. Okay. Uh, you're big. You you call us a lot during the Oilers season. How how are you? How have you been the last twelve days since they got knocked oh, out? I I've been okay though. Fun. Uh, I think now the point with the Oilers is just fun. You know, give give them uh, give them one more year, and like I said, I said already from the beginning of the last season, they're gonna bring the cup home. I gonna I said to Bob again too. I said when they come the next year, I know for 100% sure they're gonna bring it home because I'm never two times in a row wrong. But I mean, if they if they not get the cup uh, next year though, then it's time to blow the team up though. Okay, fair but enough. The, but you but so... the reason I call, yeah, the go ahead. I call is it's because of Mooner. I remember when Mulna took over from Jack because Jack was number one. And, you know, and I'll be honest, in the beginning, you know, I don't know with that guy. But you know what the problem we have now is, fun? we got two number ones in town. Because Mulna is just fantastic, though, spectacular. So I, I just want him to give him that compliment. And, you know, we are in Edmonton, and people sometimes underestimate it. We have the best sports uh, broadcasters in all of North America here in Edmonton. Oh, so well, I'll, I'll agree with though. that. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, so keep okay, keep Mooner a bit down, and eh? now now he knows that he is at the same level as Jack Michaels. Well, Mooner will not get a, uh, a swelled head over anything. But thank you for that, Big Bad Joe. We really appreciate yeah. that. Mooner's a great guy for sure. 
Yeah, and you guys have a good night, eh? Okay. Thanks a lot. Big Bad Joe with some uh, well-deserved love for Cam Moon at 780-496-0063. And as we've been discussing your uh, favorite or your memories of an Edmonton minor pro sports team that is no longer here, mm-hmm. I was reading more about the Edmonton Eagles, uh, and I'm glad somebody texted in about them because I never, I don't remember them. They only played for one season in the Canadian Professional Soccer League. That was in 1983. That was the only season it existed. There were teams in Edmonton, Calgary, Hamilton, Montreal, Mississauga, and Toronto. And the Toronto and Montreal teams folded mid-season. They were supposed to play a 25-game schedule. Um, Mississauga got in 13 games. Toronto and Montreal only played eight. The Edmonton team played 10. And they just said, to heck with it, we'll just go straight to the playoffs. And Edmonton beat Calgary in a semifinal. Hamilton beat Mississauga in the other semifinal. And then Edmonton beat Hamilton in the uh, in the championship game. So, and I believe it was the tip-top cup which is sponsored by Tip Top Taylor. So I'm, ah. I'm, I'm learning a lot tonight. This is cool. great. The Tip Top Cup. I guess it would be the Tip Top Team then. Yes, that's a very good way to put it. <laughs> uh, by the way, Robert got back to us and said it was the early 90s that they made that epic road trip down for oh, the good. Uh, uh, Trappers game uh, way back in the okay. day. So there we go. That would have been a rowdy bus for sure. Somebody, re- But I'm, I'm glad somebody remembered the... Uh, the Edmonton Eagles, Ross Ongaro, who was on, was on that team, who we've had on this show, mm-hmm. he was coaching that Edmonton Drillers team that I worked for in 99 and 2000, so a, a long-time uh, soccer personality here in Edmonton. His nephew, Easton Ongaro, uh, was a U of A Golden Bear. I believe he was on the show while he played for the Bears, played for FC Edmonton. He's now with Pacific FC in the mm-hmm. Canadian Premier League. We're, we're just connecting all the dots tonight. This is fun. The seven degrees of Kevin okay. Bacon. Yes. So at the Edmonton Eagles, 1983 Canadian Professional Soccer League, they won the championship. That's never mentioned, not often enough, when we mention past championship teams in our city. Okay, what else do we have, Kellen? Mm-hmm. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon, not seven. There we go. Uh, Joe Ellen texts in and says, worked the concessions for the Trappers games at John Ducey Park in the early 80s. All the young Oilers players like Gretzky, Messier, and Fuhrer would always come down to the ballpark to hang out and watch baseball during the summer. There was always a crowd around them, and they loved it. LOL. That's from Joe Ellen. Oh, that's quite a memory. That's pretty cool work in the concession eh okay that's mm-hmm. good yes uh chad texts uh, yeah chad texts in and says i have vivid memories of going to trappers games with my dad and brothers as a kid there's been lots of good baseball in edmonton since but never quite the same as the trappers experience that was from chad yeah well like we've been saying i mean it was triple a baseball and we the the list moon and i moon and i were doing was just some of the players who were here and then wound up in the major leagues so yeah, I mean that was that was pretty exciting to have AAA ball, and of course it waned over the years. And uh, you know, again, other Canadian teams left the PCL. Mooner was talking about Calgary and Vancouver, and it just didn't make sense for for those leagues to have a team north of the border, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, unknown text coming in, of course, kind of uh, echoing that sentiment. They're saying the games they played in Edmonton, I really enjoyed. Will Edmonton get a AAA team again? No, I don't think that'll ever happen. I'm mm-hmm. sorry to be so negative, mm-hmm. but I For don't sure. think so. 
And we got an unknown text here uh, about the Edmonton Roadrunners and somebody else who was a season ticket holder for the Roadrunners back in the day said they really enjoyed the Roadrunners games and experience. And he asks, who scored the game first game winner in Roadrunners history? I don't know. Does, does he have the answer? I can text back and find out. Yeah, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to see if I could find a game log. Well, wasn't... Uh, there were some guys who played on the Oilers on that team. Uh, Doug Lynch is the only name that was really... Jared Stoll well, on Jared that team. Well, Jared Stoll and Rafi Torres, right? They so. were both on that team. Okay, uh, so that was. I'll look it up. Two thousand four, two thousand five, Edmonton Rotary. I didn't think to look up a game log. Uh, <laughs> Remember, it's the American Hockey League. Okay, so here's for. the roster. Tony Salmalainen was the leading scorer. He and Torres tied. Mm-hmm. Brad Winchester, Jarrett Stoll, Mike Bishai, Kyle Brodziak, Toby Peterson. Uh, looking a little further down, Jeff Wawitka. Yeah, Doug Lynch was on that team. Uh, Rocky Thompson played 69 games. Uh, Yessi Nina Mackey played some games. J.F. Jacques. Goaltenders Mike Morrison, Tyler Moss, and Jeff Delorier were on that team. Uh, I don't know if I can tell you who uh, who uh, got their first game-winning goal, though. Ah, gotcha. That's that's uh, man, mm-hmm. oh man. That's even the deepest dives of, of that deep is, end uh, hockey that, history. That there. is a very deep dive. I'm trying to see if there's a season summary or something like that. Uh, I, I can't see some. If, yeah, if that person knows the answer, then please please tell us, because we don't know. Mm-hmm. We got one more on the Roadrunners here from another uh, unknown number that comes in, uh, it or unknown texter, I should say. Uh, he's or they write down. Uh, didn't they play in the season where the AHL experimented with the fatter than usual blue lines and red lines? Oh, that might have been that year. Yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah, the 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 wider lines as Kamloops has just scored to tie it up with Quebec one one three nineteen left in the first period. Uh, that might have been the year. Let's well, let's look that up on the line. wider lines, American <laughs> uh, Hockey League. <laughs> because wasn't that supposed to help with offsides and? Yeah, uh, uh, it was. It might have been the year before. Man, oh man, the internet doesn't have everything. This no. is really disappointing. <laughs> no I blame kidding. Elon Musk. Uh, <laughs> Oh no, I think it was in 0405. Yeah. Well, they no, they tried it in the previous season. And then yeah, it might have been 0405 they they uh they put it in. Wow, we're really this is fun. People watching me do research. They should have watched me write papers in university. I wonder <laughs> if I could have got a job doing that. Yeah. Uh okay, so here's the the season. Uh, many players. The league also did that. The shootout was reintroduced to the league. The AHL also announced a series of experimental rule changes. It doesn't list all of them, but most notably, a restricted area for goalies. Sound familiar? Ah, Playing the puck outside the restricted area results in an automatic two-minute delay of game penalty. But I think that might have been the year with the wider lines. It was around that year for sure if it wasn't that exact year. Yeah, I recall going to the games at the Coliseum and something looking a little off from the red lines and blue lines. So there we go. Yeah, there we go. And then another one coming in uh, on the Roadrunners here asking just simply, was that the uh, affiliate that later became the OKC Barons? Yes. So, yeah, yes, and now go. the Bakersfield Condors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the lineage for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that was fun. Those that, were some good ones. That was great, yeah. 
780-496-0063. we got to call a quick timeout. It's Inside Sports on 630 Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. All right, thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Elks game tomorrow, Taylor Cornelius, quarterback for the Elks. He was on the show last night, head coach Chris Jones commenting on Corny's camp. Yeah, Taylor's looked really good. I mean, uh, he started off extremely hot, you know, was up in the 70s, uh, you know, but he's leading us in completion percentage and average yards per play, and and uh, I think he's he's only had one turnover, you know, the entire camp. So, I mean, he's taking care of the football, and that's that's what you have to do if you want to expect to win games. you got to take care of the football. All right, we'll see how they look tomorrow afternoon against the Bombers. 780-496-0063 is the certainty hotline. We have Christian calling in tonight. Hi, Christian, go ahead. Hey, Reed. Um, I was going to ask a quick question about the, the Oilers. Um, I was just wondering, with the Dave Campbell and Stuart Skinner, uh, how do they compare to uh, Mike Smith and Nico Koskin? Uh, I was wondering just if there was a difference in goalie performance from last year to this year. Thank you. Uh, well, I would say well, that's a that's a really good question. Look, I, I think with Miko Koskinen, you have to look at his entire tenure with the Oilers, and he had like to be fair to Koskinen, he had some really good games and really good stretches. His off yeah. nights were really off. Um, I've never thought of it that way. Who was a better duo, Campbell and and Skinner, or compared to Smith and Koskinen the year before? Uh, I mean, Smith had some pretty good... Uh, Skinner did play a few games the previous year, but he got into into 13 games. Campbell didn't have a good year. I mean, there's no other way to put it. 888 save percentage. He did have a pretty good one-loss record, but the save percentage wasn't there. I, I, I'm probably not answering the question directly, Christian. I mean, the Oilers had a slightly better team this past year. Skinner might win Rookie of the Year, so his yeah. year would be comparable to what Smith did the year before. I think the the thing that I sensed from from doing overtime open line with Rob and doing this show is that fans were uncomfortable with Smith and Koskinen because they were later in their careers. I mean, everybody knew Koskinen's contract was ending and that he probably wasn't not just going to be back with the Oilers, that he probably wouldn't be in the NHL. And Smith was, you know, a a 40-year-old goaltender or approaching 40 for most of his time with the Oilers. And there was that sense like, okay, well, they're they're on the tail end and where do we go after these guys? I think with Skinner, I, I, I mean, he's still young. And I think with Campbell, they're hoping that he's going to bounce back. And and Ken Holland made that comment that you have, he's looked at other goalies who didn't do well in the first year with a new team on a multi-year contract, and they bounced back in year two. So season to season-wise, uh, I'm, I'm not even sure where the Oilers finished in team save percentage the, the the last two seasons. I'd have to I'd have to look it up, but I'm not going to do it now. Um, who was a better duo? I don't know, Christian. Who do you think? Who was a better duo? Smith and Koskinen last year or Skeeter and Campbell this year? I, I thought, um, well, they did both pretty good, but I thought Mika Koskinen and Smith, they, uh, when one would do bad, the other do, would do would be able to step in. So I like that. But uh, I'm hopeful for this next season and uh, I'm hoping for a good year this year. Well, yeah, thanks for calling. You know, again, if Skinner can kind of build on what he did this year, use the playoff experience as a positive, that's going to be good. And, I mean, you hope Campbell bounces back because if he doesn't, you know, that's going to be a really bad contract because you can't really – 
uh, do much with a $5 million goaltender who's at 890 or or whatever it, it might be. But Ken Hall, we know that Ken Hall is relatively patient, and he puts faith in the human being, and we know that Jay Woodcroft believes in the potential of people. So I, I think that's what they're going to hope for with Campbell going into this year. That is Christian, 780-496-0063. Any final messages, Kellen, or, or is, we don't have time? Uh, we're running short on we're time. Good. I okay, just want to thank everybody for all the great messages and great memories of defunct Edmonton sports That was teams. fun. That was amazing. That, that was, was fun. Topic. And I learned about the Edmonton Eagles tonight of the Canadian Professional Soccer League. That was pretty cool. 1-1 Kamloops in Quebec after the first period opening game of the Memorial Cup. Bottom of the six. The Twins are batting with one out and the base is loaded. The Blue Jays do lead the game 3-1 so they're trying to get out of this jam. Elks game tomorrow on 6.30. Chad, 12.30 is the countdown to kickoff. The game is at 2 at Commonwealth Stadium. Thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy is your studio producer. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend.